Welcome to the District Podcast, brought to you by The Spectator World. I'm contributing editor Chadwick Moore. On Thursday, billionaire Elon Musk announced he had made a bid to buy Twitter at $54.20 per share. This offer comes just weeks after Musk became Twitter's largest shareholder when he purchased 9% of the company. He then turned down a seat on Twitter's board of directors, which would have prevented him from owning more than 14%. In a statement to shareholders, Musk insisted that Twitter needs to be transformed into a private company. Twitter has extraordinary potential. I will unlock it, Musk wrote. The news has sent journalists into a panic. The Washington Post's Max Boot summed up their reaction perfectly when he tweeted on Thursday, quote, I am frightened by the impact on society and politics if Elon Musk acquires Twitter. He seems to believe that on social media anything goes. For democracy to survive, we need more content moderation, not less. Just try to wrap your mind around that one. Twitter employees also hilariously went into a tailspin, with dozens threatening to quit if Musk takes over. Good riddance, that's kind of the point. For Musk, the final straw seemed to be when Twitter banned the satirical news site The Babylon Bee. That happened last month over a post that declared transgender Assistant Secretary of Health Rachel Levine to be their Man of the Year. Pretty funny, if you ask me. Musk reportedly reached out to the Bee's CEO before he started buying up shares of Twitter. This week, I am honored and delighted to be joined by the latest casualty of Twitter's war on speech. On Monday, Juanita Broderick, whose account had over 500,000 followers, was banned from the platform. She's the author of You Better Put Some Ice on That, How I Survived Being Raped by Bill Clinton, her real-life account of the sexual assault she suffered under the future president when he was Attorney General of Arkansas. Juanita, thank you so much for coming on. Can you tell us what was the offending tweet that got you sacked from the platform? (laughs) Oh, my goodness, Chadwick. This has been one heck of a week. Uh, Yeah, I tell you what, it's, it's, it's been a nightmare. It had to do with COVID. And I, I, you know, I'm one of these people that tweets emotionally, and it's sort of like a hit and run, you know? <laughs> I can relate. That's, that's what I do. I, I hit and run, and then I don't really think about it anymore. And I had been, you know, suspended for 12 hours at a time, one time for seven days. And I probably should have thought before I tweeted this, but I tweeted. <laughs> When is this vaccine crap going to be over? Big Pharma has profited enough for the next hundred years. Stop pushing vaccines that don't work and may alter your DNA. You know, (laughs) I did it. And then I went to Walmart and shopped. (laughs) It's just one of those things I should have thought. I mean, I, I knew that people were being banned and suspended And it was just, I didn't take a reality pill that morning. That is, you know, it's the third rail. It's, it's, it's misgendering trans people and it's criticizing the vaccines. Those are the surefire shot to getting you kicked off Twitter. It seems like. Yeah. 
And so, so you went to Walmart and then wh- what happened? You checked your phone to see if you had some responses and then what did you see? Well, I had, I had three emails from Twitter. One was telling me I couldn't do ads anymore. That was the first one. The second one said, uh, it, it brought up my tweet and said my account had been locked and I needed, needed to delete the tweet. But then almost immediately, I got another email that said, you've been suspended. And I mean, and everything was wiped clean. Wow. Just everything. It was like, oh my God, you've done it now. <laughs> and it was like a, a gut punch, you know, it was like a death. <laughs> it was, I mean, I have survived on Twitter for since 2016 when I first tweeted about the Clintons and it was sort of my family. It was like, oh my God, you've just lost 500,000 of your family. I, it, a lot of people say that and I, and I, I haven't been banned yet. Knock on wood. It's, I'm sure it's coming, but that's what a lot of people say. And, and first of all, it's amazing that you've survived this long on Twitter because you are <laughs> such an outspoken and wonderful voice against the Clintons and the Democrat Party. Um, but when I, when I reached out to you on Monday about this, you, you'd said to me that you were quite emotional over it. And you sound like you're in much higher spirits now, at least. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's much better now. But, you know, I lost a lot of income because I sold. That's how I sold my books. Uh, through my website and everything like that. And also I was a social media influencer. Causes that I approved of and causes that I was very much supported, I would tweet about. And when I did that, uh, you know, I was given so much per month for doing that. There's many that I turned down that I would never take money for retweeting or talking about. But boy, I had some good things going. You know, it was things that I just believed strongly in. So they not only took away five hundred thousand of my of my family, they took away some of my livelihood. That that and that's another thing. We talk about the free speech issue a lot, but this is an economic issue, and it 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 prevents when you ban people from big tech platforms, it prevents them from being able to earn a living. And we almost never hear this brought up in discussions about how Congress can rein in big tech is that your people don't can't make a living without these platforms anymore. Yeah, well, I, I do okay. You know, I'm fine. It's just that, that I could go to the casino more often. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, it did it did help my lifestyle. And I'll I'll be fine without it, you know. I but it it's depressing, you know, when it's gone. What do you think that Elon's gonna be able to do? Well, that's what I wanted to ask you. I'm personally really torn because I don't, I mean, it sounds wonderful, but I don't want to jump on this bandwagon that he's going to save the world and free speech until I actually see what he's going to do, you know? Yeah, right. I just have, I had so much high hopes when that came out, but now the people that are attacking him, you know, but you know, if, if this fails, he ought to just go ahead and buy the FBI and the Department of Justice, because you know the Democrats did. <laughs> That's exactly right. And you can probably get them for cheaper than Twitter. You never know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's, it, I, and I wonder if you are if you feel the same way I do. Another part is I just feel so beaten down by these companies that I just, I just kind of lost hope. I just don't see it happening. 
And I know that's not the way to be, but maybe I'm just too pessimistic and don't really see it turning around. Yeah, I don't either. You know, something's got to change. And I think it's out there in the future, Chadwick, but we just don't know. We don't know yet what it's going to be. We can't go on like this. Biden has sucked the life out of America. And how do we get our breath back? You know, it, it's it's uh, so demeaning to the conservative group. Oh, you're absolutely right. And that's that's a really a really wonderful way to put it. And you see these people like that quote I read in the intro saying that, you know, democracy needs more censorship. I never in my life thought I would hear anyone, especially, you know, the liberal party saying stuff like that. And I liked what Bill Maher said. He said, I haven't grown conservative. He says, it's just the Democrat parties. He says, I'm the old Democrat. I'm not what the Democrats have become. He said, they're goofy. <laughs> right. Oh. And they are. <laughs> yeah, they really are. So I've, I, so have you joined any of the conservative social media networks? I, I, I think I saw you on Getter and maybe Truth Social. Yeah, Getter is probably my most favorite right now because it's an easy, it's an easy forum to learn and get used to. It ad- absolutely reboots real often. I'm not that, and this is nothing against Trump or Devin Nunes, but uh, Truth Social has a lot to go. You know, it's very difficult for me to use. But of course, as you know, it was difficult for me to get on here for this <laughs> for this interview. So that's nothing new. Uh, but and and what's really funny, my grandson, he's a senior in high school, talked me into going on to uh, Instagram and TikTok. Well, we met. You know, what's in your mind and what you see, what all these other people do, is so great. Well, we put together this post on Instagram last night, and when I viewed it, it was so pitiful. <laughs> it's, it wouldn't arouse anybody's <laughs> curiosity, so I immediately deleted it. I'm just, I don't know really what else I'll go to right now. <laughs> well, do you find that the other, the, the, the conservative social media platforms, I mean, it, it's kind of not fun without any liberals to troll. That's what been my experience. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's so hard. Look how many years it took Twitter to become what it is today. You know, we don't like what it is today, but it's the public square. It's where we go. It's where I went every morning when I grabbed my coffee and sit down to get the news and find out what was going on in the world. But they have taken away all the fun in Twitter. Uh, I think it was that uh, CEO that made the comment yesterday or the day before on Twitter uh, saying, yes, you can join Twitter, and yes, you can tell us your thoughts, but whether we want to let the people know what you're saying is up to us. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, my gosh. And I was ter- terrifically shadow banned, you know. It, and of course, after the 2020 election, uh, I was up to over 550,000. And within three months, they took away 150,000. Oh, that happened to me too. I, I think it was, I, I have a much smaller following than you did, but I think they took away 20,000 right after the election. It was, which was a big, big number for me, but right. yeah. And the shadow banning, it's, it's this really insidious way that they, they hide your content. So you think that no one likes what you're saying. 
but really they just they're just not seeing it you know they make you think that you're not as popular or, or as, as people don't want to engage with you as much as, as they actually do yeah 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 and I had just begun to gain again because they had they were still doing that knocking down for the last three months so I had begun to gain so I have no one to blame but myself I should have watched what I tweeted I mean you know there's nothing wrong with what I tweeted, but I should have known they were going to pounce on me. Do you see it coming in waves in election years? It always seems like there's an election year they do a dragnet and they just have kind of taken out most people already. Uh, like, yeah. And, and now here we are at the beginning of 2022. Oh, I think it has everything to do with the election, but I think it mostly has to do with the COVID vaccine. Right now, I am not like I'm not anti-vax. But I think you should have that right. I had COVID over a year ago, very mild case, tested positive, uh, took very little. But but I was already on a lot of huge, lot of D3 and E and all of the things that you should be on when you develop COVID. Uh, But I've refused to take the vaccine. It's just like that crazy Fauci said back in 2012, getting COVID is your best vaccination. You know, And that to me, I mean, being an RN, I understand all of that. But right now they are pushing, the Biden administration is pushing the vaccine so much on our kids and our grandkids and the whole population. It's important to Twitter and and, uh, very fascist forums like that to not let you burst their bubble. It's so true. And nothing you said in that tweet was incorrect. And 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 even also the parts where you're giving your opinion. Uh, but you can't even it, and the funny thing is too, it's it's like it's it's kind of over now. And if you haven't gotten the vaccine by now, you're not going to. So it's almost like they can let up on the censorship. Uh, you know, we're kind of moving on to other things now, but but they haven't. Very incredible stuff. I've always wondered, what did your Twitter name mean? I, I can't pronounce oh, it. But was... uh, tennis. I love tennis. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it's it's a tennis nut. Oh, that's <laughs> what it was. Yeah, Excellent. yeah, but yeah. the liberals call me a tense nut. A tense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I still play. I love it. My son, who's an attorney here in Fort Smith. Uh, uh, was the number one tennis player in Arkansas when he was a senior in high school, played tennis for um, TU, Tulsa University, for two years. And then one day walked into the house and said, you know, Mom, I think I'd like to go out to uh, Southern Cal, USC. And dollar signs started appearing (laughs) in my brain. And I thought, oh, my God, because, you know, he had a tennis scholarship to TU. (laughs) But I did. I allowed him because that's where he found the desire to be an attorney. And he's a great one. Oh, that's a great story. Uh, Well, well, where else could everyone find you now, uh, Juanita Broderick, now that Twitter has said that you're too dangerous to be on their platform? (laughs) Yeah, well, they can find me on True Social and on Getter. Uh And if I ever learn how to use TikTok and Instagram, I'll let everybody know. Uh, And also, I have a website, JuanitaBroderick.com. Well, thank you so much, Juanita Broderick. You are a treasure, and it was great to speak with you. And Oh, it's uh, so good to finally speak to you. I love seeing you on Tucker. 
Oh, thank you. I remember the first time you retweeted me, I was so delighted. I was sharing it with everyone. <laughs> you're, a ju- you're a jewel. You're an absolute jewel. Oh, well, thank you very much for that. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out more at spectatorworld.com. And if you'd like to listen to us, please check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts are available.